chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. And we were at the track that uh, gets a lot of stripes. We were in Darlington for three races this weekend, and nothing better than racing on Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, hi, Mom. <laughs> Hope you're listening. Yeah, she'll be listening. Uh, yeah, good races. Probably should have had these on Father's Day, but. Yeah, well, that's the one weekend we get off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Where will we take our fathers? Maybe a baseball game. Oh, America's pastime. Yeah. Well, let's get into the action. We had the cup race uh, on Mother's Day on Sunday. Uh, prior to the race, we uh, see some big names. They had to go to the rear. It was Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, and then B.J. McLeod. The biggest uh, name. Huh? B.J. McLeod was the biggest name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had some flames on his car in more ways than one. But we'll get to that. Spoiler alert. Uh, Joey Logano was on the pole. He was joined by Kyle Larson. Uh, Larson takes the lead on the first lap as Richard Petty was waving the green flag and he had some trouble doing so. Yeah, uh, explain those struggles. And then uh, the what? I thought you were going to explain the struggles he had waving the flag. Oh, well, like, yeah, the flag, like, didn't, it got all tangled and then he was, like, trying to do it as the cars were coming. It was just pretty funny that it was kind of the worst one we found. Yeah, what would you think about him in the booth? Uh, I think I'm going to get into the broadcast after the race. Okay. But, uh, we get our first, uh, some action, uh, on lap five, uh, Brad Keselowski gets spun, uh, shitty year gets shittier for him. Uh, he got checked up because Hamlin and Corey LaJoy are giving each other the business right in front of him. Elliot gets into the back of him. Uh, Elliot tells his spotter he's looking too far ahead and said, didn't see the LaJoy and Hamlin stuff. Yeah. Um, Bad news for Kozlowski. Like, he is just the whole, um, it just keeps getting deeper. And uh, pretty soon he's going to be at the point where it's going to come to the end of the race. And he's really going to need to wreck someone to win. None of this. I'm already in on points, but I'm going to wreck someone anyways. Yeah. But, I mean, the, I mean, he got, had some bad luck. Really nothing there he could do with this one. But, uh, as we'll mention, he's not looking good. Uh, right now due to that 100-point penalty. Uh, Logano and Larson are battling up front for the lead. They're side-by-side. Side. They pull away from the field. Uh, Larson gets the advantage 25 laps in, and he leads by 3.5 seconds. Yeah. Um, lap 29, Kyle Busch into the wall. He complains that his car's tight everywhere, but instead of saying, hey, my car's tight everywhere, he just goes on the list every place. It's tight. It's tight in turn one. It's tight in turn two. It's tight. You know, I guess trying to get a point across. Yeah. It's just typical Kyle just whining all over the place. We get the competition caution on lap 31. Uh, and uh, some more bad news for Brad Kozlowski is right before the competition flag came out, BJ McLeod. Uh, Big got name, BJ McLeod. So he gets the lucky dog. Uh, and Brad Keselowski uh, does not. Kurt Busch, when the, everybody comes into pit, uh, he actually gets saved. It was a pretty bad pit stop, uh, but he before he completely gets out of the pit box, his uh, left rear tire comes off. 
yeah we always wondered how that happens and we got to see it live in action um actually first they showed it and i thought he just let they dropped the jack but then they went back and showed and no they gunned it on but then when he went to take off it came off (laughs) so luckily it happened there and not um later on not that that's gonna help kurt bush any spoiler alert yeah and and the lucky thing for him too is it happened under a caution so you can deal with that instead of it being the green flag uh pit stop logano retakes the lead on the restart uh lap 49 jj yelly's in clint boyer's old five-hour energy themed uh paint scheme hits the wall so they make fun of clint boyer which was kind of funny uh, but no caution. Logano still leads with Larson and Kyle Bush, the only ones within uh, one and a half seconds. And this kind of turned into the theme of the race when I was watching it. It was a caution during commercial. Uh, I can't remember which this one was for, though. Oh, Kyle Larson spins with no help. Uh, yeah. Everyone comes into the pits. Uh, Logano, uh, Kyle Bush, and Ross Chastain are the first three off. Uh, Larson first bad sign for him just kind of spun it in turn four uh no what we thought was no uh exterior damage but we'll later see he does get some internal damage i feel like you're ruining the future of the podcast why's that you just uh, you spoiled all the larson fans are gonna start uh, stop listening now so Kyle Busch takes the lead on lap 62 after uh, hounding uh, Logano for two laps. But then uh, Logano comes uh, back 18 laps later. He retakes the lead, and he's bringing Ross Chastain with him. Yeah. And then, and then the- this one, I don't know if you noticed that uh, for apparently no reason at all other than fighting for seventh place, uh, Denny Hamlin roughs up. Uh, Eric Jones going into the last turn of the stage. Like Hamlin's already in, right? He's in the yeah. Does he need he another uh, stage point? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's trying to prove a point since he had to start from the rear. But uh, I didn't see that. But Logano won the stage. He was followed by Chastain, who's looking really good, and that uh, Coca Cola paint scheme. Uh, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Martin Trix Jr. round out the top five. Byron, Hamlin, Jones, Reddick, and Bubba Wallace. Uh, in the top 10 Toyota's looking pretty strong yeah uh looks like uh what do we got there I'm counting to myself one two three four five you have all of JGR and half of 23x five yeah yeah we'll say five no one's gonna look it up so after the stage pits, uh, after stage one, we got Joey Logano and Kyle Busch starting out front. They are followed by Ross Chastain and Martin Truex Jr. Uh, Logano gets out early in the bad luck uh, for Larson continues as Fox Sports 1s go to commercial. <laughs> and they come back and they just show that the hood of his car is open on pit road. Hmm. Who would have known? At this point, you got to wonder, uh, like, should the rest of the Hendrick cars be worried? Uh, you got issues for one. Usually that means issues for all. Well, they thought, so they, like Clint and them were talking about maybe it, because he rolled backwards a little bit when he spun out. And yeah. that's what um, uh, Larson thought had happened too. So like I said earlier, it looked like there was no damage, but looked like he might've, might've triggered uh, what had happened. Hmm. Who knew? 
Lap 120, we got Ryan Blaney. He's reporting vibration in the steering wheel. They said trucks had something similar to that earlier in the race, and his was just brakes. They never say again later in the race <laughs> what, what he was experiencing. I'm just going to say it went away. At this point, also, Logano and Chastain are pulling away from the field. Uh, looks like a two-man show at this point. Yeah, then uh, midway through the stage, we have green flag pit stops. Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, and Chase Briscoe start the cycle on lap 134. But after we cycle through, it's Truex in the lead, followed by Reddick and Chastain. Uh, Reddick jumped eight spots from 10th to 2nd just by pitting a couple laps earlier than others. And it goes back to what Larry Mack always says. If you follow the leader, you're always going to follow the leader. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Unless you're following the leader to bait him and then you slingshot shot by him. <laughs> and then uh, lap 155, Corey LaJoy slams into the wall as hard as you can slam it. No yellow. Uh, and the car was like kind of like lifted and shifted. So his day. Was- <laughs> yeah. Like that's one. Of, it was one of those crashes. You're very lucky he had the safer barrier. Otherwise, yeah. he might be walking funny the next day. <laughs> uh, and then six laps later, Tyler Reddick's reporting some vibration, and he comes into the pits again. He loses all that advantage that he got. Uh, with 19 to go on the stage, uh, Brad Keselowski and Kyle Busch's days are done. Uh, Keselowski slammed into the wall and then got into the uh, 18. Really nothing he could do. But then he goes back to being a whiny bitch. And claims that he couldn't turn his car, so he just left in the middle of pit road. And with it stalled out in the middle of pit road, the, they had to do an extra lap or two of cautions as the pit road was closed. Yeah, it was weird because he had to turn his car to get in the pit road. And then they said on the broadcast, if you remember. Yeah, uh, last year he almost hit that poor lady. Yeah. So they, I'm guessing he did it to be a jackass and. See, this time I didn't almost hit the lady. I just stopped the car and got out like <laughs> uh, a whiny bitch. Yeah. So we restart with 11 to go. Chastain and Truex on the front row, followed by Logano and Hamlin, uh, Elliot and Byron. Chastain takes the lead. He ends up winning the stage uh, stress-free, followed by Truex, Logano, Hamlin, Byron, Jones, Bell, Elliot, Eric Amarola, and Daniel Suarez. Uh, and then they come back from commercial and BJ McLeod's car is up in flames. <laughs> Big name BJ McLeod. <laughs> um, very sad. Because um, with a team with not a lot of money, the last thing you want to do is burn up your entire car. No, no. And we'll see later in the, uh, oh, I don't think it was McLeod. We're going to see another small team in the, uh, truck race i believe yeah the realm brothers. very bad very yeah. bad day for realm brothers right. uh, a similar type thing uh and then as we come back they're talking about michael waltrip he picked uh they claim that he picked the winning horse because it was the number 21 horse and it had the same colors as Woodbros. yeah um they talked about all the uh they they, they had 10 horses had been picked out and then uh, when they showed the horses apparently going through uh, um, the call to the post, he he's like, hey, am I allowed to – I guess they were putting in bags of peanuts, they allege. I don't think that's true. And uh, he had an extra bag of peanuts, so he said, hey, can I make do bets? And they're like, yeah, sure you can. 
Uh, it says it's unstable again. Hold on. Oh, you're fine. It, it already did it. Huh. So going on to the story, and he's like, hey, the, this horse is number 21, and it's Wood Brothers colors. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in another bag of peanuts, and then it won. So I don't know if that counts as a Wood Brothers win. I think it should. Any excuse to get that 100 uh, ice cream cake. Yeah, or, or we could just wait till it actually happens in 2069 <laughs> with Chase Elliott the third racing. <laughs> um, as we get action back underway, it was Denny Hamlin. He won the race off pit road, followed by Chastain, Logano, and Byron. And it's pretty bad news for Ross Chastain. Is he first a green flag lap? He spins out on the back stretch, smacks the wall. Uh, I thought him and Hamlin had, uh, bumped each other, but he just got loose. Um, three of the faster cars are now out with Larson, Bush, and Chastain, and a guy that was running up front all day. Pretty bad luck for him. Yeah. Um, we do the lap 100 restart, 95 to go. Logano wins a restart. He gets a great jump ahead of Hamlin. 91 to go. This is when Daniel Suarez, he'd been sneaking up. They hadn't showed him on screen all day. He's up to fifth place. He's looking for his first top 10 since the West Coast swing. He's behind Logano, Hamlin, Byron, and Truex. And then uh, Hamlin takes the lead with 84 to go. Byron also creeping up on Logano uh, for second. And then we get some uh, green flag pit stops on lap 56 as Byron and Logano come in. After we cycle through, uh, Reddick is the leader, followed by uh, Logano and Byron. Yeah, um, it's the old thing. If you pit earlier, the, the first couple laps you come out, you're at one and a half, two seconds faster than the other guys, so you can make up a lot of ground. Um, but you risk the chance that a yellow comes out. Yeah. Um, putting your lap down but until if it doesn't you're in good shape uh and then uh caution comes out after the uh the pit stops uh for what seemed like those during commercial which seemed like the 420th time that happened uh on sunday alex bowman goes into the wall so everybody comes back and pits again bad stop for denny hamlin he drops out of the top 10 to 18th Austin Dillon gets his second uh, pit road speeding penalty of the day. And then uh, I can't believe I can't remember if it was this one or the green flag pit stop where Suarez dropped because he had a 24 second pit stop as they couldn't get the gun going on the rear tire. Yeah, I like a good pit stop is like 12 point something, something seconds. So 24 is like two of those. <laughs> Not great. Not great. Did you see when they showed Denny Hamlin and like he's it looked like he was trying to get a thick milkshake out of the <laughs> out of the straw. He like unscrews his little water bottle and he's like sucking on the on the thingy. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then they were making fun of or Clint was making fun of him. Look, he was like, the straw's supposed to go in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, because like like if it's gone, it's gone. Like there's nothing you can do about it unless you tip your head back, which is hard to do with a helmet on. Yeah. I sometimes do that with bags of sun chips to get all the, the like the bottom sun chips. You just got to bow your neck back <laughs> and the stuff all goes down. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, restart with 33 to go. It's Logano and Byron. They take the green flag and then we get another caution. Big time wreck. 
Uh, nine cars involved in all on the backstretch. It was just a big accordion effect. Kurt Busch, Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex Jr., Cole Custer, uh, among others. Eric Jones with some damage as well. The big news, 23-11 completely taken out. And, and the whole thing was started by Truex. Like, he – it looked like he was checking up. He just lost a lot of speed, and he was in the middle lane, and he came back, and all the poor cars weren't expecting um, the auto uh, club insurance, whatever the car is, to be coming at him. Full spurred with speed, but in reverse. So <laughs> – Sucks for 23XI. It sucks for you. Know, we were talking about how good Toyota was running. Well, now they got uh, the guy Kyle Bush is out, Truex is out, Bubba's out, Kurt Bush is out. So I would call this the uh, the Evan uh, podcast jinx at this point, talking about how good they were doing. Uh, we restart with 26 to go. Byron ends up taking the lead. He leaves for the next. Uh, 21 laps, he has a pretty sizable lead, but we start to see Logano uh, chip into that lead with about 10 to go. With five to go, he's cut it to 0.5 seconds. And then he keeps inching and inching closer with two to go on uh, turn three. He bumps him, kind of sends Byron, not kind of, he does send Byron uh, into the wall. He's able to lead that last lap, snap his winless streak. Uh, Joey Logano ends up winning the race. He's followed by Tyler Reddick, Justin Haley, who did some smart short pitting to jump up the field. Kevin Harvick, who recorded his 13th straight top 10 at Darlington. Uh, Chase Elliott in fifth, followed by Christopher Bell, Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Austin Dillon, and then Daniel Suarez. Now, yeah, you looked at it, kind of explained it a little bit. Was it a dirty move? I, I thought... I don't know. For the, to a couple things confused me. Logano post race alluded to how, on the one restart, Byron raced him rough and hit him in the wall, which I watched the replay numerous times. Could not find contact. Yeah, I know he came up the track a little bit, but I don't think he ever at any point made contact. And you sort of want to make the guy on the outside uncomfortable. Uh, you don't want to wreck him. The other thing I thought. Like he could have passed it. He had such a run. He could have passed him without wrecking him, but he just seemed intent on running through him instead of actually trying to make the pass. And they're all like, Oh, this is how you got to race now. Uh, Cause of the playoffs and the win to get in. I don't get it. Like Joey, like sure. You'd like to lock yourself in, but Joey's up far enough to be able to win the race without doing that or try to win the race without doing it. He's not Brad Keselowski and yeah. he's not Bubba Wallace in 20th place or Kurt Busch. And he's like Joey Logano. He's like fourth in the points or whatever. Yeah. I think part of it might've been him just wanting to get that win because it had been so long for him. I think that played a part of it. But then I also think this is something you do on the last lap, not the second class. Like, you was running so much better than him. But when I first saw it, like, it looked like Byron just, like, kind of checked up on him. Like, when I originally wrote, like, the rundown or taking notes, like, yeah. that's the first thing that I said is, like, he checked up because he came in too hot. And then, like, Logano didn't realize it till he bumped him. But then, like, the more I watched it, the more I listened, I was like, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a shitty move. Yeah, and – the other thing I thought I had another point, maybe I don't. I just, yeah, I oh, 
like Joey does a lot of the Xfinity races and he talks about how like Ty Gibbs, he was immature like Ty Gibbs and made those kind of moves when he was young too, but he's learned from it. And then you wonder if he did. Yeah. Or if he just says it because he knows deep down he's wrong. <laughs> that could be it too. So. But as we look at the point standings, it's Chase Elliott. He's the points leader. He leads William Byron and Ryan Blaney by 65 points. Logano's fourth, Chastain fifth, uh, Kyle Busch sixth, Truex, Larson, and Bell round out the top 10. Uh, Austin Dillon, one point above the cutoff line, above Reddick, and Eric Jones is four points behind Reddick. Looking at Brad Keselowski, he is 34th, or 31st, excuse me. Uh, eight points behind Corey LaJoy. Yeah, he's a guy where if he wrecks someone, I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Now, the one thing you said that, like, with two laps to go, the the thing is, though, if he wrecks him there, that's good for him because they were coming to the the start-finish line. So if he wrecks him and then crosses the start-finish line and they bring out the yellow, he wins the race. Mm. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, last year, how about that? Last year it came down to, for the last spot, it was Reddick and Dylan, And then didn't someone win and they were both out? Uh, yeah, but I can't remember because both RCR cars missed it. Yeah. So, oh, I think maybe Kurt Busch won late in the year. Or, well, or he Eric won Atlanta Amor- at the beginning of the year. Eric Amarola won. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and they were both, they seemed safe for all that time, and then they were both out. Now they're, like, we've been talking all year about how they've had a great season, but here they are, same predicament as last year. And Raddick's been close. He finished second in Bristol Dirt. Finished second Keep plugging away. What do we got next? We got the, I listened to how they said it. It's the Mahindra Rocksor 200, not Wiener Pills. It's some sort of tractor. All right. Which, you know, I guess that could work the same way. (laughs) pre-race no qualifying due to rain so they go back to that formula that puts which is weird because in practice they had practice and dinger and colleague was running terrible but the the formula puts them out front we got gibbs and barry on the front row al guyer gregson row two dinger brandon jones row three big drama beginning of the race all has to change a battery as they're getting ready to run uh, the pre-race yellow flag laps he has to, he has to go to the rear with ryan Truex and timmy hill so all who like i regret not picking him yeah um, based on how awesome he's been the last couple of weeks and i picked sheldon creed because he uh he won two truck races here last year oh my god i'm so stupid <laughs> oh my god like who's the moron Let's go to stage one. Yeah, get Ty Gibbs out front of Noah Gregson to start. These two had that back and forth uh, last week. Open Dover where they were bumping back and forth. Uh, lap 10, Timmy Hill spins to bring out the yellow. He got some help from friend of the program, Bailey Curry. Yeah, then we got uh, Taylor uh, Tyler Reddick uh, during this yellow. He's got to make uh, a couple stops. Big machine racing, uh, 48's not running well. They got to get that fixed. Uh, Sheldon Creed is having engine issues. Uh, they think it's plug wires. Um, yeah, 
I picked him to win. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, ends up calling it uh, quits on lap 16. Yeah. Who picked him? I think it was you. It wasn't me. No, I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, on the, on the lap 15 restart, you get Gregson. You get to see these two all day. And last week we talked about it. They fought for a whole, like, two laps and lost three spots. I don't think they really like each other. Uh, Gregson out in front of Gibbs, but Gibbs passed them right back on lap 18. And then uh, lap 19, uh, Jeb Burton, he uh, he's, gets a flat right. He does what we call the uh, Kyle Busch spin out. And Blaney says, ah, it's pretty slick there on the apron. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's dead silent. Like pretty funny. I think he's insinuating that he might have spun the car out. Uh, they go to commercial break. They come back. Yeah. NASCAR said they saw the same thing. Uh, <laughs> He does not. Uh, he has to sit in the pits for a lap, and so he loses a lap. Uh, they restart on lap twenty-four. Dinger gives Gregson a huge push on the inside, and they run one-two as Gibbs is sluggish on the outside. Uh, and then we see Justin Allgaier. He's flying up through the field. He's up to seventh by lap thirty. Uh, but Noah Gregson able to win the stage uh, fairly easily. He's followed by Ty Gibbs, Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Riley Herbst. Uh, in the top five uh so a pretty big stage by Allgaier to move all the way up to fourth yeah and it makes you wonder where he'd be if uh if he didn't have to change that battery and go to the rear he'd be if he did he like went 32 spots so 32 spots from fourth place it would be like p negative 28 uh, we see at the stage break, Justin Allgaier picks up three spots in the pit, so that means he's the new leader. Holy cow, from 30, I think he 37th, he started all the way up to uh, uh, number one. Another funny announcer booth moment. Uh, Adam says, uh, easiest place to pass is, and Ryan Blaney, uh, he's like, off turn four right now. <laughs> and then uh, Adam and uh, Logano are, are chuckling in there like, no, I was going for pit road. <laughs> uh, good so, stuff. Poor Blaney. He didn't know where he was at. <laughs> uh, well, the guys on the track, they restart on lap 52. We have the uh, junior motorsports teammates of Justin Allgaier on the outside, Noah Gregson on the inside. Allgaier is flying, uh, and then Gibbs gets by Gregson for second, and we see the uh, Gibbs versus Gregson continue. Yeah, it's uh, very entertaining as uh, Gregson gets by Gibbs on lap 56, and then it's uh, Allgaier and Gregson seem to be running away with it, but then uh, Myatt Snyder brings out the caution. Um, Lap 80 restart. They got 11 to go in the stage. Uh, Allgaier shocks everyone by taking the outside. Uh, Gregson goes inside. Blaney and Logano think they're going to do the old okie dokie, which is, uh, yeah, which is where the, the faster car takes the not preferred line. And then, or the guy who controls the start takes the, if their teammates takes the non-preferred line and then his teammate takes the preferred line. And that allows them to get one, two, instead of having them fight other guys and end up mm -hmm. like one and fourth. I don't think it works out the way they planned because uh, Allgaier doesn't get a good start at all. He doesn't get a very good push from teammate Josh Berry. 
So Gregson just flies out in front. Reddick, uh, Reddick's charging from behind. He's in fifth. Brandon Brown has to make an unscheduled spot, uh, stop with five to go. He'll go down a lap, but then two late, laps later, he goes down even more as uh, he's just sitting there on the track, bringing out the yellow. Stage will end under yellow. Gregson wins the stage. Third time in his career, Gregson swept the first two stages. First two times he didn't win the race. We'll see what happens this time. He's followed by uh, his arch rival, uh, Ty Gibbs. And then Allgaier, Nemechek, Reddick in the top five. Barry, Mayer, Dinger, Truex, and Herbst in the top ten. Didn't Gregson win the first two stages earlier this year? Yeah, and then he didn't win the race. Yeah, which one was that? Oh, I forget. Yeah. I, you put me on the spot with <laughs> questions like those. Uh, lap 95 restart. We see Justin Allgaier get out in front of Noah Gregson. Uh Lap 98, we had talked about this. Uh, it was up in Dover where uh, Chris Rice was like, oh, we'll be good in about a month. Well, then, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this time, months. yeah, this time I think it was the crew chief talking because one, like they put the little thing in the corner, it says a crew chief's name and the spotter's name. So one of those two was talking, I think they didn't actually say who, but yeah, he's like, uh yeah there'll be a fix for this i know we're not running well now but there'll be a fix for this coming in in three months and like no one up in the booth knows what the hell they're talking about <laughs> it's like top secret um maybe they got some nitrous coming or maybe. i don't know but i once again know not to pick a college car before i thought months. it was for a month now it's three months <laughs> Uh, well, lap 121, 27 to go. Alex Abay gets into the wall while doing a slide job on Joe Graff Jr. Uh, brings out the yellow, and we see the money pit coming. Yeah, and that, you know, it was a money pit. Good money for some, bad money for other. Gregson makes a bad pit stop. He loses four spots to sixth. Barry moves up two spots to second. Sam Mayer moves up three spots to third. We got the restart with 22 to go. Algar on the outside, Barry in the inside. Great start by Barry. Some would say too great. Some would say too great. NASCAR would say too great. He has a uh, restart violation. He's got to do a drive-through penalty. That ruins his day. He'll be off the lead lap. In that, Ty Gibbs had a terrible restart. They don't say what happens. They don't show what happens. We'll talk about the production at Fox this weekend. I don't know if people were on strike but uh i don't recall them i looked and i tried to see like the only way i knew he dropped back is i saw on the ticker his name like thing was dropping and normally you would think a race favorite you would explain why he dropped out of the top 10 but he's back to 12th um as we're nearing the end of the race yep and then we see Allgaier. he's uh being hounded by john hunter Nemechek for the lead uh but then we get a yellow flag as joe graff has contact with fast pasta uh, and he spins, so we see the leaders pit. Riley Herbst and John Hunter Nemechek uh, make some contact on pit road, and then Tyler Reddick, who doesn't have a set of tires, stays out with eight others. Yeah, Reddick and Almendinger will be starting on the front row. They got a restart with seven to go. Allgaier goes real low to get two past two cars instantly, and then he picks off Hemrick and Clemens. He moves in the third behind uh, Dinger and Reddick. But six to go. Reddick gets in the wall. And like he, at this moment, he is in second. 
they wait forever. Like the whole field, he is just limping. The whole field's like three and four wide. They don't drop the yellow until after the whole field gets by him. It's like at that point, why are you even dropping the yellow? Like people could have died. Yeah. Uh, I know Quinn Hauf was in the race, but I can imagine <laughs> Quinn Hauf dying because they didn't throw the yellow and someone in front of him checked up and he drove through the guy. Yeah. And then the engines in Quinn Hauf's lap just burning <laughs> to death. Pretty morbid. And that's our friend too. But I, you know, dropped the yellow. Like I could see it was, yeah, I could see it was like trouble. So we're going to get a restart, not officially overtime, but only when newer tires, poor Almendinger stuck on the inside with his older tires. It's no contest. Algar blows by him with Gregson. Yeah. And then uh, Jeremy Clement's awful luck and decisions continue. He's running fifth. But he gets into an accident in the last turn. It looks like he thought he was clear, and he wasn't clear. Uh, and Ryan Truex was uh, in between him and the wall there, running fifth and sixth. They end up finishing 29th and 30th. Uh, Clements loses 24 points when he really needs the points. But Allgaier gets his 17th career win. He had had five second-place finishes since his last win. So it looks like he's been the bride the last two weeks. He's followed by Gregson, Herbst, Nemechek, and Mayer. Uh, Landon Castles in sixth, followed by Brandon Jones, A.J. Omendinger, Austin Hill, and Daniel Hemrick. Yeah, then we got Kyle Weatherman. Good finish in 12th place. He's the uh, best finish ever for Jesse Awuju Motorsports, who most of the races so far have been run by Jesse Awuju. <laughs> and then... Uh, Herbst finishes in the top 10 for the fifth consecutive week. Reddick, poor Reddick. He finishes 26. Maybe they should have left Jade Buford in the, in Ooh, the car. Our good friend, Jade. That's Buford. like the third week that someone, Kazgrala, replaced him a couple of races. The car is doomed. They got some bad voodoo. They always finish in the 20s, no matter how strong they're running throughout the race. Standings, we got semi-locked in, Allgaier, Almendinger, Barry, Gibbs, Gregson, Austin Hill, and Brandon Jones. They all have wins. Ty Gibbs carries 17 playoff points. Gregson has uh, double digits also with 15. Others that would be in the playoffs if the season ended today, Sam Mayer, Riley Herbst, Ryan Sieg, Landon Castle, Denrick, Daniel Hemrick. The uh, couple college cars there by the uh, cutoff line, they're going to, in three months, they'll be okay, though. So don't worry about them. Uh, the wins are becoming uber important at this point. You got five really strong cars in those non-winner spots. So if someone outside the, uh, the top 12 wins, you're going to have a really good team left off. Below the cutoff, you got Fast Pasta minus 22. He's the only one in immediate striking distance. Some bad luck drivers sitting back here. Jeb Burton minus 62. Sheldon Creed minus 68. Jeremy Clements and Mike Snyder minus not worth me doing the math. So, <laughs> so. so it's starting to be that time where it's time to panic a little bit. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, we had the dead on tools 200 pre-race. John Hunter Nemechek blew away the field in qualifying. He was almost a half second faster than the other front row guy, which was time at Jeske. Uh, check the math. That was 2.5 miles per hour faster. 
uh, friend of the program, Grant Enfinger and Zane Smith in row two, and then Corey Heim and Carson Hosbar, another friend of the program in row three. We saw Tate Fogelman have to go to the rear. Yeah, a pre-race, sort of funny line, sort of mean line. I don't know if Vince knew it was mean when he said it, but he drops a, you're smarter than you look on Phil Parsons. <laughs> and Phil, uh, like I, he didn't know how to respond. He just chuckled. So it was laugh out loud funny, but at the same time, pretty rude. Yeah. Although Phil did look like he just rolled out of bed wearing the uh, throwback shirt. Had a great national anthem. Want to give a shout out to U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Joseph Houghton, if you're listening. That was an awesome national anthem. And then in between the national anthem and the driver start your engine, TV crew, they just seem way too giddy. Uh, about not having to wear a suit or a shirt and tie. They're loving throwback week weekend. Um, they were the only race to do it. Like, no, it's kind of weird. Well, throwback they wore fancy Sunday. stuff. They wore fancy stuff in the cup. They wore throwback suits, like yeah. suits from the 60s in the Xfinity. They just wore straight T-shirts like I'm wearing right now. Um, uh and they were so giddy wearing t-shirts. They were happy as little schoolgirls on, on prom night. Um, and then uh, we get a great driver start your engine by the dead on tools guys. The pre-race was cup worthy and it might've been better than the cup. I'd have to go back and watch, but uh, yeah, really great, great pregame. If you can go back and watch that, um, go ahead and do that. And then uh, once they got uh, going, the trucks were a little squirrely early on as we saw Ty Majeski and Ross Chastain both getting sideways in the first couple laps. Uh, but they, they saved it. Lap eight, we started to see some issues with the Realm trucks. Akinora Ogata and Josh Realm uh, have an issue. Costly accident for that team. Yeah, very. They're like both of their – that's a lot of money. And you got two guys, no one around them at all either. It was sort of weird. They were the only two trucks, and somehow they got into each other. Chandler Smith had qualified bad, uh, and he's one of the first. He decides to pit early and take on the tires. Sort of risky move. You're limited on tires, but he's like, uh, screw it. I need to pass as many trucks now as I can. Uh, we get a lap 13 restart. Zane Smith knocks Nemechek out of the lead for the first time on the day. And then on lap 20, we get rookie Lawless Allen spins. He brings out the yellow. This time, more trucks pit. Nemechek is the best of the uh, 10 to stay out. Uh, they'll have an extra set of tires later in the race. A little, uh, little uh, strategy, they call it. Strategery, as uh, yeah. George W. Bush called it. Uh, lap 30, it's KBM in the top three spots with Nemechek, Heim, and Chandler Smith. Lap 36, Parker Klingerman is flying on fresher tires. He weaves through uh, the two uh, KBM trucks and is right behind John Hunter Nemechek. Finally gets by him uh, five laps later on lap 41. He ends up winning the stage, his first stage win of his career. Ross Chastain in second, followed by friend of the program, Hosevar and Enfinger. Uh, Chandler Smith rounded out the top five. Yep, and then we're going to go to stage two. Zane Smith has to pit twice during the break. So uh, bad for him. Phil Parsons, uh, you know, comes in with a funny line. He's somehow they – oh, they were showing USFL stuff. So uh, 
Phil Parsons is talking about how the Michigan Panthers are his favorite USFL team. And then they talk about how much he loves football. And he's like, yeah, the Lions, my Lions are in the 35th year of a 50-year rebuilding plan. So, uh, you know, good to have humor when you like a shitty football team like the Cleveland Browns and or Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, uh, we restart on lap 55. Chastain and Hosevar duel for a lap before Chastain breaks free. Uh, Klingerman gets past Hosevar as well. Uh, and then lap 58, the onion. Yeah, old Todd Bodine runs it in uh, pretty hard. He spins out, brings out the yellow. Nemechek has to pit at the yellow with a loose wheel. He'll burn up one of those extra set of tires. He's going to restart 28th. And then uh, lap 63 restart, Chastain out in front of Hosevar and Klingerman. Uh, four laps later, Time Majeski has a tire issue, has to pit under green, uh, basically ending his day. Lap 74, Tate Fogelman brings out the yellow. We see lots of guys come down pit road. Three stay out, including Todd Bodine, Dean Thompson, and Jesse Little. Yeah, these guys are smart, though. Normally, they'll like two of the crappy cars with the. Uh old tires will be in the front row and it just comes everything up these guys all line up in the high row and they just let everyone like they fight a little bit after the first five or six trucks go by but they don't hold up the field we get chastain out early or easy uh host of ours in second and then uh tanner gray he gets some big damage but he's still running uh does not bring out the yellow Four to go in the stage. Hosevar passes Chastain for the lead. I think uh, Chastain, who doesn't need a playoff point, uh, might have let Hosevar pass him there, teammates with Nice Motorsports. Um, I can't say officially, but it felt like that. Um, Carson Hosevar wins the stage, his first uh, stage win of his career. Uh, Chastain finishes second, followed by Kligerman and Finger Nemechek in the top five. Eckes, Priest, Rhodes, Chandler Smith, Corey Heim also pick up stage points. Uh, and then we see uh, stage three, Nemechek gives Eckes some nodes damage on pit road. So Eckes has to come in to repit, so put some bear bond on the front. He restarts outside of the top 25 instead of the top five. So some bad luck for Christian Eckes. They restart on lap 97. Chastain fights off John Hunter Nemechek, but a lap later, uh, we see Deegan, Tanner Gray, and Chase Purdy uh, get into an accident. Yeah, replay shows uh, Purdy getting in the gray a lap earlier and basically running the Goodyear off the tire, uh, which means there was probably a flat involved. We get the lap 106 restart, Nemechek and Chastain battling again. They've been battling all night. Takes Nemechek two laps to get in front. Lap 117, Corey Heim running in the top 10, but he brings out the yellow. He has a tire go down and he goes into the wall. Everyone pits with 29 to go. And then we get the lap 122 restart. We got our main man, Grant Enfinger, starting in front. How did Eckes get back up here? <laughs> Eckes is back up front. Uh, actually, in retrospect, I screwed up. Not everyone pitted. Eckes didn't because he had to pit earlier. So those two are out front. Uh, great saves by Enfinger and uh, Chastain, who were super sideways on the uh, first lap after the restart. 24 to go. Nemechek gets by Eckes for the lead. 23 to go. Blaine Perkins, who's been running 18th, he gets in the Fogelman. 
Uh, he thought he was clear, but he wasn't. And then we get a big penalty for Ty Majeski. He runs over the choose box. Uh, he's going to have to go from 10th to the back of the field. But hold on. Turns out he didn't. He didn't. Sort of a big, uh, like they interviewed Majeski after the race. And they're like, did you think he had to go to the back? He's like, oh, yeah, totally. He's like, I totally missed it. Um, he changed his mind late on what he was going to do. I called it an egregious miscarriage of justice. Probably not that bad. But how did, like, how does no one see that? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, he ran right over it. And the announcers point out, someone at NASCAR had to have seen, like, but anyhow, we restart 15 to go. Nemechek and Hosovar on the, uh, Nemechek on the outside, Hosovar on the inside. Uh, Nemechek gets out front with Ekus pushing. And Ekus is battling Hosovar for second. Uh, and then with six to go, Ben Rhodes, who's running 12th, brings out the caution with a cut tire. So we get some NASCAR overtime, baby. Good thing you didn't pick Ben Rhodes like I told you you should. Yeah, only an idiot would do that. So once we get uh, to overtime, Nemechek controls the restart on the outside. Hosovar's on the inside. We get some chaos in the back as Chastain doesn't get going. Nemechek gets in front of Hosovar. Uh, Nemechek takes a white flag. Uh, Hosovar isn't close enough in three and four to menace. So Nemechek uh, pulls out the win. Second straight race, Carson Hosovar finishes runner up. Uh, he's frustrated, but the wins will come. Yeah, he'll get a win eventually, unless he's always going to be the bridesmaid. <laughs> um, uh, another friend of the program, Grant Enfinger, finishes third. Uh, those keeping track at home. His last four races at Darlington, he's finished fourth, fifth, sixth, and third. So he'd be a good pick next time. Ty Majeski in fourth, despite running over the cone. It was a cone. Uh, he ran it over. Big drama here. <laughs> Matt Crafton. Who picked Matt Crafton? That'd be me. That'd be you. He, uh, he was uh, disqualified post-race inspection. So he does not finish in fifth. They deem his truck to be too low. He's got a low rider. Uh, huge penalty. He lost at least 31 points. Uh, we'll talk about it again. They don't really tell you who got points at the end of each stage. Uh, so I couldn't do the exact math. Uh, but he lost at least 31 points. Parker, Klig Parker Kligerman finishes fifth instead. Rest of the top ten, Ryan Priest, Zane Smith, Tyler Ankrum. The Onion, Todd Bodine. He's near an 800 career starts in the NASCAR. And then uh, Matty D in the uh, truck that won the Darlington contest for best, best throwback. Uh, Rackley uh, roofing. roofing. And it was uh, designed to look like the Silver Bullet yeah. uh, run by Sterling Marlin. I found it odd. They said that he got, they had to get Corza's permission to use that paint scheme, which I found odd. Uh, maybe the mountains. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would have just put like a deer on the mountain, so it was a little different. Um, I wouldn't have bothered to ask for permission, but I guess it's good they did. So we got our standings. Four drivers are semi-locked in. Zane Smith with two wins, 13 playoff points. Ben Rhodes, one win, 10 playoff points. And then you got John Nemechek and Chandler Smith. Both have one win. Uh, six drivers would be, uh, the other six drivers would be in. Stuart Haas, or Stuart Haas, fucking A, man. Stuart Friesen, he's fourth in the points. Carson Hosovar, big mover. He moves up three spots to six. 
Ty Majeski, Christian Eckes, Grant Enfinger, and Tanner Gray. First yep. below the cutoff is Tyler Angram, 41 points out. We mentioned a huge penalty for Matt Crafton. He now sits twice minus 29 and uh, Maddie D minus 51. And then I asked the question, can we get Parker Kligerman a full-time ride next year? Like, I really like him on pit road. He's really good. But he is just 17 points below the cutoff, even though he's not eligible, and he's only run five of the seven races. He's pretty like, damn he's good, good, isn't he? Yeah, he's putting up great finish. He's a good driver. Uh, rookie class, another note, sort of unimpressive this far. Like, who do you think's winning? I couldn't even tell you the rookies. You couldn't even honest. tell you who the rookies are. Last year, we knew who the rookies are. They were Chandler Smith and uh, Carson Hosevar. This year, Lawless Allen limping around. He's 20th overall in points, but he leads the rookies in 100, 102 points. Dean Thompson, 15 points back. Uh, Jack Wood, 20 points back. Corey Heim is eligible for rookie of the year, but he's only running three races. He has a win in 68 points, uh, 34 behind Lawless Allen. And then is Haley Deegan regressing? Yeah. I think part of it might be what she's gone through this year, but she really hasn't been impressive at all. Yeah. And like every time they show her, she's like fighting for 22nd, 23rd place. I don't know how good of a truck they're putting her in, but I don't think she's, I don't know. It's uh, expected more this year, but then again, I expect more from Jade Buford. Yeah. So that will do it for the truck recap. What do you think of uh, the broadcast? Well, that's what I was going to say. If you'd let me finish. It sounded like you were wrapping up the show. I was a little worried. No, we are running late though, but, uh, the thing that pisses me off most, I thought this was Fox's worst broadcast of the year for Sunday's race, at least. But the thing that pisses me off more than anything is they show like who wins the stage and then they kind of leave, let a couple cars go by. They go straight to commercial. They come back, go to pit road, show the pit stops, and then they go to another commercial and then they start. And then like sometimes they'll mention, oh, Austin Dillon had a speeding penalty, whatever. They never show who finished in the top 10. They never show, hey, here's who earned points. You know, it's at the end of stage two, you can do the same thing and then be like, here's the points so far. Like, they don't do anything in that. And I thought Sunday's broadcast was terrible. Well, yeah, and I felt like at the beginning of the year, they were letting the first 10 cars, like on the pylon, they would show the first 10 cars get, like, their uh, they got the names darked out. And then as they finish one through 10, they make the names lighter. And then after that was done, they would show the guy who won it. But yeah, like you said, they just, hey, this guy won, this guy finished second. And then, yeah, it's off the break. Um, Another thing they used to do is after the second stage, they did it for trucks, I think. But after the second stage, they'll show you who's got how many stage points in the race so far. And I don't think they did that for the cup race. I'd have to look back and see. The other thing I noticed too is they didn't interview either stage winner or and they didn't do crank it up. Yeah, I, I don't know if they didn't do the stage winner because they the whole time they had the Hall of Fame guys up in the booth. What'd you think were, of that? He, I I like Bobby Labani, Richard Petty, and Bill Elliott. They like they're good for reminiscing about 
five minutes, but it seemed like they really didn't want to talk a whole bunch. Well, I thought Bill had left the booth for a little bit because he didn't say anything. But then I felt the whole final stage they were showing Chase when they didn't need to. Yeah. And I almost thought Chase caused a Truex accident. Like when I first saw it, I thought he caused it and Bill Elliott just didn't say anything. But when they showed, it was clearly Truex. Yeah. Like looked like he was uh, Anvil uh, (laughs) being dropped off by the Roadrunner on the well that will do it for our darlington recap we're at kansas this upcoming weekend bushy mcbush race hell yeah that's what we're gonna call it we'll be back on friday to preview those three races we appreciate you guys for listening we'll see you i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops was 13 and won a short track championship when i was just 16 i met a man named harry hyde and he built a car for me sponsored by granddaddy hillens drilling company we ran in five grand nationals when i was 17 my talladega finish was the start of my big dream thank you for the ride given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some other